All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Gentlemen's Bureau. Once again, you have Mark Rowe and Jedediah Barnes. Yes, thank you. Thank you to everybody that just cheered. And uh, it's going to be another Jed and Mark show because summer's long. It's fun. It's hot. Everybody's getting wet, having a good time. So, when you, you can't say Jed and Mark show, dude. You can't say that. It's just like... Welcome back to uh, the Jed and Mark show. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I just that just popped up when you said Jed and Mark show. I was like, I'm just picturing like somebody from the '90s trying to make a kids show that's relevant. <laughs> and you're like, yep, everybody's getting wet, and I was like, yep. Welcome back to the '90s. <laughs> exactly. We talked about it last time. '90s were pretty cool. Dude, have you did you ever see uh the Nickelodeon building? No, I don't think so. All right, I'm going to put up a picture of the Nickelodeon building when it was like when Nickelodeon was popping off, when it was when Nickelodeon was great. I'm talking like uh Rocket Squad or whatever that show was. Team Rocket. Force. Team Rocket was Team Rocket Force with the skateboarder kids and all that shit. Um when they had that when they had, you know, Billy and Mandy, when they had fucking um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I'm probably mixing up Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. But, like, I think you so. know, back in the old days when Nickelodeon was, was good. So, so here's a picture of the building then. Here's a picture of the building now. As you can see, wow, big change. Went from cool 90s kids show to why is everybody wearing... Black suits with white ties. This doesn't make any sense. When do we all get serious? It's like literally like the building goes from like that bright slime green color to just white and tan with like black windows. It, go, it goes from kids show to like the <clears> office. <throat> and I don't mean oh. like the office. I just mean like an, an office. An office. Ooh, that's not fun. That, uh, that's like the last place you want to adult is a kids programming network, right? right? Like keep it keep it fun, keep it lighthearted the whole time because I think that's what you're going that atmosphere is going to produce a lot of uh, wholesome like entertainment yeah. for like kids and everything. And you got to keep it in that vibe so you can have like the best product for your consumers and stuff like that. <clears throat> I feel like making it the big scary office looking building, not scary. I don't know what I was going with scary, but maybe to kids, you know, it's like, Ooh, it's, you this know, is where businessmen go and do business things. And right. And I mean, there's like the thing about being scary is like, dude, it could be scary. I mean, heck, you see a, any building at, like, night during a, a violent, like, windy rainstorm with, like, lightning going on. I don't care what that building looks like during the day. That's scary all of a sudden. Unless it's lime green. Slime yeah, unless color. it looks yeah. like Nickelodeon did back in the day. But, like, any, like, normal building, you're like, does Count Dracula live there? Is he going <laughs> to come out and suck my blood? <laughs> Uh, what's cool uh, is actually right around the corner, there's a house that's like gothic. 
like the whole aesthetic is gothic and it's just like you know it has those uh kind of like victorian like late victorian like flutes on you know the the eaves of the houses and stuff and all the little accents are kind of like you know old victorian kind of style but then it's just black it's just black and dark gray i mean it looks good it looks like it's well done i mean it could you know i could probably use a coat of paint and like you know a little bit of a little bit of fixing up but like for the most part it looks good and it's well done but like it's just I don't want to be walking by it on a spooky night like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be a little scary. <laughs> Halloween, whenever whenever that's in the air, and then like everything gets a little spooky. It starts to get cold, and you're like, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think it was back in the 90s? Like, mandatory skateboard in the hallway fucking right. everybody had to wear like bright colored t-shirts that was dress code policy and you must uh, be wearing heelys at all times exactly 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 <laughs> that would and then now it's like we ride our segways to work um all your ties and suits must court color coordinate and uh with white or black if we see a single wrinkle, you will be terminated effective immediately. Cufflinks are required. Yeah. I, I <laughs> it's like Man, I do love some cufflinks though. But anyway. They're like uh, bold and they say Nickelodeon dot ink and like just bold black letters. Well, <laughs> you know, if they were cool about it, it would be the Nickelodeon splash. Exactly. Remember that old orange splash? That'd be a cool cufflink too. Okay, um, but um, but no. Like instead of office chairs, they just have bean bags back in the nineties. Exactly. That that would hey, be dope. Hey boss, I'm getting really bad lumbar support. I can't really type very well. It's like, yeah, man, but bean bags are fun. <laughs> well, what would be another another good one? Yeah, you're running around with that marsh marshmallow gun. Just uh. Not shoot me in the head. I'm really, really working on this uh, this last episode writing. <laughs> like, just need to get this done. Yeah, I wish I could, but you know, marshmallow mania this weekend. Faster. Faster. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> Faster. Andale. That's Spanish for faster i don't know if nickelodeon door or not but <laughs> fuck it. see that'd be too good man we need bring the old nickelodeon back harassing people with marshmallow guns yeah fun colored buildings oh hey boss we have a huge rap problem i can't imagine why it's like well they seem to be like picking up all those marshmallows you shot around the office last week <laughs> i think an intern just graduated to uh like management level, he straightened some stuff up. Now he's he's up in the higher higher ups, and he's like, I just wanted a nice working environment. Now I got one. He's ruined all of Nickelodeon. Right, right. Like he got he got he was just like in a bad mood during his his Nickelodeon early days, and he's like, I need to fix this. And now oh. he's like, What have I done? If only. If only. Hey, man. Hey, man. I, I love thinking about, like, movie quotes that are actually, like, good advice. 
and like really meaningful like quotes. One of my favorite ones is uh, it's from Batman. Uh, the Dark Knight. Okay. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big one. It's deep. Damn. It's, it's deep, like Batman's voice. He just he loses his voice, and he's like all hoarse or something. What they make him sound? I think it was just him trying to like cover his voice so people couldn't be like, "Hey, man, you sound a lot like Bruce Wayne." No, like I, don't. I saw. I was. I was just talking to Bruce Wayne the other day. You sound a lot like him. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. You're, this is how I talk. <laughs> hey, that's not you were talking a second ago, Bruce. <laughs> but no. Sure. Uh, what was interesting was uh, in college I met this guy who got a fucked up tracheotomy when he was younger. So he always talks like this naturally because they fucked up his vocal cords when they did this tracheotomy. And I was like, damn. I mean, shitty that it happened, but at the same time, you're Batman. He's like, yeah, it's a small consolation, I guess. Yeah. There was a... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, There was a kid. I say kid. He was like a senior whenever I was a freshman in high school. That was like that. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? He, he, uh, it didn't help though. Like he smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. And, uh, I was like, like after school, you just smoke all day. (laughs) Like that's a lot of smoking. But yeah, I I was, I was thrown back. It, his voice was so, uh, you know. So I, I, um, I was kind of creeped out by it. I was like, yes. that makes me mm. like sick <laughs> to hear that all the time. It must really, really suck for him. Yeah, I know sometimes it can actually like be painful. So like you just, a lot of times people with like those kind of problems, they just don't talk a lot because it just, as much as it hurts us to try to do it, it hurts them even more to actually just talk normally. Like that. Live that way. (laughs) Yeah. Baby, I was born this way. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know this. I'm a huge Minecraft fan. I've loved Minecraft forever. I'll always play it. But, uh, it's kind of ruined me because, like, there's a number of songs that people made, like, Minecraft parodies of. And now I hear the songs, like, Viva La Vida by Coldplay. That's one of them. Born This Way by Lady Gaga, that's another one. TNT by Usher, that's another one. It's like, I just think of the Minecraft parodies now. I don't even think of the original songs anymore. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what did I, I, I remember whenever those started coming out, I was younger. Uh, shit, oh, Minecraft's been out forever. God. Yeah, dude, and it's still coming out. It's one of the only games the that you don't have to continually stuff. pay for better up for the updates. It's just the same game. After you buy it once, you just have it forever. And you get all the updates for free. And then there's a huge community that mods it so you can add other stuff to the game that the creators haven't exactly added. Hmm. And then, like, Minecraft, um, 
it's kind of like build your own game, right? For the most part. Yeah. yeah. You can play online in like competitive stuff. You can play solo by yourself and just kind of survive. You can play creative and just build. You can um, you can play adventure maps that people make where they like they go in and they build stuff and then they put like a quest in it with like you know books and and non-player characters that are programmed and stuff and you just run along and you know solve a mystery or rescue a princess or something you know whatever so there's like a thousand million different ways to play which you'd be a billion by the way (laughs) that's awesome that's really cool i i think i should get on that like just to check it out i Played Come a couple play times. Minecraft with me. Come play Minecraft with me. Yes, yes, yes. On Twitch? Yeah, man. Uh, I need I need you to I need people to come play on Twitch with me. That'd be fun. Yeah. If I uh, I'm thinking about getting a new laptop because I told you like this one's you, getting kind of old that I'm on. Yeah, you also need to get one that's in English so you can actually understand what the buttons say. Uh, there's only like half the buttons I don't understand. Yeah, well, if they were in English, you'd you'd understand like eighty five percent of them. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Like who who uses an alt button? What is that all about? I don't even know. Well, it's useful a number of different times. For instance, uh, when you're typing uh, certain characters, like uh, for German class, you'd be like alt two two five or like alt one two eight or like alt one five nine, and like there's a whole bunch of special characters that you use alt and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Also for like um for like my keyboard because I have uh different functions stacked on top of each other, I use alt to ch- differentiate between like what mode my key press is in. So, you know. It's kind of like shift going from lowercase to uppercase. Yeah. Alt can help me go from like F3 to uh calculator. Calculator. I think that's what that one is here. Let me Alt F3. What did it do? What did it do? Didn't do anything. Oh, what's Alt two two five? Alt two two five. Let's find out. Chat. I want to say it's an S set, but I could be wrong. It is an S set, so it's the B that in German makes the sound. Yeah, that's a very strange letter. <laughs> I like I like how they have another like an extra letter than us. It's like oh, I mean, like umlauts. They kind of have like five or six, but most of them are just umlauts <clears throat> on top yeah. of vowels. But yeah, the S set's just totally totally different. Well, and then it looks like a B. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? The, what? Well, people will take like an umlaut instead of like putting an umlaut, they'll put like what is it? Uh, for instance, U E or something like that, and that's supposed to represent yeah. umlaut as well. Yeah, that's just them kind of like combining phonetics and like regular, you know, writing. Yeah. Because if, because you know, sometimes like like I know that there's those shortcuts built in. I don't know them all by heart, but I I also know that I can Google them to find out. So, you know, a lot of people don't even know that those exist on your like a normal keyboard setup. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's also nice that I'm realizing now is like a lot of those shortcuts that we used in like you know junior high, like you know Control Z to undo stuff and like you know Control all this other stuff, Control C, Control X. Yeah. I always thought those were like 
Microsoft app-based, like Docs, Microsoft Sheets, like th those kind of things. I didn't realize it's just all of Windows. Oh. <laughs> like, if you're on a Windows operating system, those are the shortcuts for Windows. Nice. And then these companies just make their apps also <clears throat> run on those same shortcuts, so that you have a more seamless experience. And that's all just stuff that I learned when I actually started getting into, like, computer programming and and just learning about how computers work. Oh. Damn, dude. That's Which cool. reminds uh, like, I mean, I, I like using a computer. I don't like working with a computer. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just find it's easier to use things when you know more about them. That's true. I feel like I've never had a competent computer, like, class. I, I had... Like, in junior high, whenever we started, well, I guess we started with computers in elementary school, but then, like, we were pulling out floppy disks, and we were like, this is the future, and it's so outdated. It's like, well, what the fuck is the point of that? And I guess typing was, like, the only good thing that we learned in computer class, because it, like, that doesn't change, for the most part. Yeah, my typing is still bad. Nah, I can get, like... If I if I was to do it right now, I'm probably sitting at like twenty words a minute, something like that. Yeah, I'm but, like thirty words a minute, but I want you to understand that's not normal anymore. That is slow these days. Oh no, I figured that was kind of slow. But I think at the high end I was probably like thirty. Forty maybe at the most. But that was like end of high school. I think I was about forty words a minute. Yeah, 100% accuracy. I think I topped out at like 45 in high school. But I mean, if I'm just throwing accuracy to the wind, I could probably get to 70. It'd be really hard to read because there's going to be a lot of letters in there that aren't supposed to be there, but 70 yeah, words. Yeah, I was going with 100% accuracy, so yeah. Yeah, can... which is what I always do, so I always end up taking so much longer because I'm backspacing so much Yeah, to fix to fix my mistakes. But then I learned in college, a lot of times it's better just to blaze through it and then just go back with, with, with spell check and be like, yep, 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 yep. Change that, change that, change that, change that. Yeah. Yeah, just fix this whole thing for me. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, especially like now because uh, they have computers recognize your typing pattern and yep. like the way like. The more you type on a computer or the more you write papers and essays, like they know what words you want to use as yeah. well. So if you misspell it, they'll like they'll autocorrect everything for you as yeah. you go, which is and awesome. And they recognize your mistakes. So like if you're always typing and you know, you you constantly type words that need a C and you end up throwing in a V because you're just you know, you're just missing the key, it'll recognize yeah. that you've been hitting V instead of C a lot and it'll just change that a lot for you even if it doesn't know exactly what word you want to use because mm -hmm. it'll recognize the mistake too so it's really cool and like grammarly is one that i use a lot um and it helps me a lot too because it'll also help you with like hey this is a run-on sentence i want to you know move some stuff around a little bit hey this you know using like some a lot of modifiers here you might want to just clean that up cool yeah so it's just cool that, yeah we're having this creative technology boom of like software which is so cool. Yeah, like uh, just in our lifetime, look how look how much it's changed and how much it's changed 
like we we can say like look how much has changed since we were born and it's it's huge big deal and then we could also say well look how much it's changed in the past five years we just take yep. that five-year chunk it's like whoa i what think about this the xbox one is six years old Oof. when it came out like one terabyte <clears throat> was like you'd never need that much storage <laughs> but now oh. but now it's like oh yeah no you need multiple terabytes yep. imagine telling like uh Imagine telling somebody like uh, somebody like you know with one of those old brick cell phones that probably had like I don't know probably like 128 megabytes of of storage you know just for a couple of phone numbers. <laughs> Imagine telling them that you'll have a phone one day that can hold 64 gigabytes. Actually, no, you you can get like 256 gigabytes in an iPhone now, easily. Of storage for like games, pictures, movies, fucking, you know, your entire like life can be stored on these things now, and it fits in your pocket. People would shit their pants. They, well, nobody would believe you. They'd be like, "You're you're crazy." This yeah, is it's the like, it's like it's like go back to like uh, just go back to Tesla and show him a portable battery. That'd be kind of cool. So, like, everybody always says, like, oh, yeah, let's go back in time and show, like, you know, somebody from the medieval times, you know, this crazy, like, like a cell phone. It's like, they're not going to know what that is. They're not going to know enough about technology in general to know how impressive it is. They're just like, yeah. oh, this is fucking magic, and we're going to burn you at the stake because there's no way you can bridge their gap to an iPhone. But, like, if you go back to Tesla, Nikola Tesla, and be like, hey, <clears throat> this is a battery made of lithium and ionized particles and it stores electricity in my pocket. He would he wouldn't know exactly how you did it, but he would know enough about the basics that he'd be like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. Cause he's storing stuff in like, you know, big drums of like copper and zinc. <laughs> and like a lot of, you know, acid that he synthesized or something you know I don't, even, I don't know that much about tesla i need to know more about tesla because he's an you know, amazing figure of history and he pretty much invented every you know he just kind of discovered everything we know about electricity at large and mm. revolutionized it back in the day and then he got you know forgotten about basically didn't he want to make sorry. like electricity free yep uh it was like a big thing everybody yeah. kind of well, talks about. He wanted right to, he was trying to figure out ways to freely generate electricity. And he's like, well, if we can just achieve free, uh, freely obtained electricity, there's no reason to charge for it. We can just give it away. But now we're, everybody wants to monetize everything because that's capitalism. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if you go to places of like really high elevation they literally sell like air in a can <laughs> so yeah it's pretty uh pretty space balls up. you want to know what's really fucked up talking about capitalism so lately um i've been seeing this stuff on like tiktok ifunny my friends have told me about it so apparently the government is sending farmers 
letters asking them to destroy their crops, saying that they'll pay twice as much as the crops are worth for you to just destroy them instead of harvest them. Okay. And they're asking people that, uh, that mine oil to just dump it. And it's like, wow, we're, we're seeing increased food prices. We're seeing increased oil prices. So why is the government paying farmers and oil, oil people to just get rid of it? Like, doesn't, don't we need more of it? Isn't that why the prices are up? Is because we're low? Don't we just, why would we get, it's <clears> bullshit. <throat> it's all about control. They want to control your funny, their money. They want to control your food and your, your electricity. That's crazy. So that they control you. Mm-hmm. That and it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, this just doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, if we go back to the Great Depression, whenever we were trying to pull people out of the depression, right? Yeah. Uh, they would go to farmers and say, like, okay, kill off all your cattle, and the farmer would be like, well, can I, can I, like. You give me the money, I sell them anyways. And it's like, no, no, kill off all your cattle, we'll give you the money. And uh, it was like to help, I guess, still get money to those farmers, right? But then the price would increase for the other cattle that weren't killed because there was still like a market for them. But uh-huh. then, but then it's like, wait a second, our prices are already increasing. Our prices are already like way too high. So what is the point? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Doesn't make any fucking sense. But hey. Maybe they've got an idea. Maybe they know something we don't. Why are there three billionaires trying to go to space all of a sudden? (laughs) That's so ridiculous. Like, uh, what'd they say? Jeff Bezos was in space for five minutes or whatever. Why? Like why? That. Why? What? What is the big deal with like? We have other problems here on Earth. I think we should. I okay. Don't get me wrong. I think space is the new thing, right? Yeah. Space is the new frontier. Leave that to Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos can go. Yeah. You know, right. Help out. Not even like they say, like feed the world or something like that. Like it's not even that. Like. What if we just set up programs that taught, uh, you know, farmers in Africa to be more than just self-sufficient farmers, like self-sustaining farmers? What like if we teach like, them, like, you know, advanced aggregate, uh, you know, agricultural techniques, you know? Exactly. Or what if yeah. we tried to, uh, you know, what are the, what they're doing in different like parts of the desert where they're trying to uh, stop the desert from coming into fertile land yeah what if we put our money towards that like really push back that and we get more land for you know agriculture for wildlife all those kind of things like things that we really need oh yeah it's not going to solve our problems to go somewhere else i don't think not to because then we just destroy another place yeah exactly we have to learn how to take care of a place better and just for anybody out there that doesn't like understand like you know why why Elon Musk gets to pass Elon Musk is is flying by the seat of his pants with money he's fundraising from like 
a bunch of different companies with the idea that, you know, not only does he want to save the earth with his solar energy and electric cars and shit, but he's also trying to get us a, a, a place to go if it is already too late for the earth. Whereas Bezos and uh, Branson, they're literally like, yeah, I want to make space commercialized so I can charge people to go there. Right? Yeah. Like, Elon's company, the money that goes into that is going toward, like, getting us to Mars and other shit. Bezos and Br- Branson, the, the money that goes into that is going into their fucking pockets. Yep. It's not going they're, to save the world. They're also just taking trips. The next one. Yeah. yeah. They're just taking trips. They're not, like, it's not a new frontier uh, exploration. It's not world building. It's not anything like that. It's no, literally like no let's science put a going on. Yeah, it's literally just like let's put it, let's put people in space for a little while and bring them back to Earth afterwards. Like that's it. And charge them a boatload of money at the same time. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's you know, hey, if it's their money whatever they can do what they want with it exactly but at the same time i just wish maybe maybe because i see these problems like they're kind of more prevalent in my news and circles and stuff like that yeah so maybe if i had if i had that kind of money those were the things i'd be focused on rather than seeing if i could touch the moon (laughs) you know Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. If I had their kind of money, I wouldn't. I would never allow myself to get to that level of of money, just stored. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll. If you had that kind of money, like I feel like living would take on a whole new meaning. Dude, I would never be at home. I would literally spend like a billion dollars to make a fucking awesome castle, fortress, underground bunker combination masterpiece. And then I would never be there because I'd always be traveling. I'd always be doing something. I, you know. <clears throat> Ten girlfriends. Doing... No. <laughs> now, if I got rich, I'd probably, it, become, <laughs> I'd probably become celibate, dude. Oh, yeah. More you'd celibate. probably have. Have like, people no. coming out the woodworks. <laughs> Be like, no. No one talk to me. <laughs> Leave me. Come on. What is, uh, what's the guy from A Christmas Carol? What's that guy? Scrooge? Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge. There you go. Be a Scrooge. But no, like, I would be, I'd be spending it on, on, you know, college grants and shit for students. I'd be spending it on, you know, making, I, like, well, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, making that factory outside of Buda. For the you know lifting up that community you know yeah i'd definitely I might, be trying to lift might, up my own communities for right, sure right i might throw some money at kiwani to see if we can get a little bit of the meth out of there maybe <laughs> i i i think these these towns right i mean we talked about it before where these towns all they need is like more unskilled labor or yeah unskilled labor jobs because there's just too many people that aren't doing can't anything afford, yeah can't afford to go to school things like that and they, they just aren't doing anything so they need work and that would pull them out of at least at least curb the uh crime rate a little bit yeah 
But before no, we get no. back into that, <laughs> we, we don't need to talk about that again. Everybody just go to uh, go to last week. I think that was, uh, what was that, episode 43? I think it was 43. Pop, yeah, pop Maybe. that up. Watch that. You'll have a good uh, good laugh, and you'll understand what we're talking about. We got we got the solutions, maybe, for a lot of problems. You know, and the thing is about about a lot of these, you know, like, you know, every time you, there's always somebody that's like, uh, okay, whole complete thought now. So usually when you bring up something about these billionaires not using their money to better the world, there's always somebody out there that's like, well, yeah, but like, what are you doing? And it's like, well, you know, it's a big difference. I am trying to keep myself alive and kind of failing at it sometimes. These people don't have any concern about getting their bills paid. They don't really need to go to work anymore. They just make money passively when they're sitting by the pool or sleeping. They're just making money. <laughs> So they can dedicate more of their time to thinking about how they can solve these problems. They can dedicate more of their time to just donating their time to go and help things. You know, I mean, uh, people people donate all the time to uh, like those mega churches, right? And that's how they make the revenue by donations. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you could literally just spend your days as a reclusive billionaire who's pretty much spent all this money on, you know, humanitarian efforts, just going places and being like, hey, I'm here helping. And if you want to <clears> help, <throat> but don't have the time to come out, send them some money so we can get more lumber to build new schools. We can get uh, more, more drilling equipment to make better wells. You know, we can get new plows to irrigate this land better. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. I feel like there's so many ways that these like top one percent could be helping that they're literally just not. Yeah. We got our cats. I have cats. I don't know if anybody knows, but yeah, we, I, we've seen your cats like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we got our cats. One of those like water. Um, bowls that like just keeps on circulating the water and like filters it so hair or dust or whatever like doesn't get caught up in it. That's nice. You treat your cats well. I, I like them. They're cool. They just chill out. Pretty. They like to uh, get in between my legs and sleep whenever I'm sleeping. It's weird. My dog they used to do that a lot. Yeah. They uh, are the like sleep by the top of my head or something. I'm like, what the hell? But they're cool. They uh, like to hang out, cuddle with me and shit. So I like that. So they deserve a nice water dish, I think. But uh, it was getting low on water and it starts to make like this rumbling sound. And my cat did not like that. So he just punched the shit out of it. And then, like, knocked it over, and it just got even louder. So I was like, oh, shit, I gotta go take care of this. Sorry. Yeah, we were talking about the uh, millionaires, billionaires, you know, not really. Top 1%. Top, okay. So, yeah, top 1%. Born with a a golden spork in their mouth, right? 
Or I, well, not really. Actually, silver spoon in their mouth, but. But yeah, I mean, the, the thing here is, yeah, Branson, Branson was actually, you know, he was a businessman. He worked hard to get where he got. I mean, same thing with Bezos, you know. I mean, at least originally, he <clears throat> started in his freaking garage. And I mean, yeah, I don't know, dude. Just saying. You could be they, the, could, they did could, work hard. They we, did, we they did work hard, but like. Most of the money that they got probably came from after they worked hard exploiting other people's hard work. But I mean, hey, I really I can't attest to that. That's I don't also know too much way. about Virgin Galactic or whatever his uh his businesses. Virgin Mobile. I used to have Virgin Mobile actually. Virgin Mobile, so. Virgin Airlines, Virgin pretty much anything with Virgin. Yeah, his 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 new one is Virgin Galactic. That's his one that's gonna be space uh, space flights. But I think <laughs> And I, and I think he's actually going one step further and in a totally different direction than Bezos. So Bezos is just doing, it's just doing up, down, boom, you had five minutes and zero G. That's what you paid for. I think what, what Branson's doing with Virgin Galactic is more like destination flights, you know, like, like a commercial airline, but instead of, you know, two and a half hours to go from uh, O'Hare to Denver, you spend like 30 minutes and you actually get in the outer space hmm. during the flight Damn. is what I think he's going for with his thing. And he's not going for a rocket. He's going for uh, a plane with a rocket on it. So, you know, you kind of just cruise up like a normal plane and then you just tilt up and fire the rocket for the last little, last little push. Damn. That sounds so dangerous. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, so I mean, how we you were saying? Oh, sorry. sorry, yeah, sorry, dude. I just had a, it was a good and thought. It's a good thought. Yeah, it's a good thought. So, yeah, you go, go right ahead. Um, what is good was like we're talking about how these guys are kind of like not contributing with their money and their riches, and they're just trying to make you know more money. What we could look at it is as you know what they find out with these reusable rockets and like planes with rockets on them it could be beneficial when we try to make a more available system you know so like you can have your own plane that goes into outer space you know so it could be beneficial like further down the road for that you know we'll already have a a little chunk of research done to get started with but other than that you know there's people fucking starving as veterans that are homeless what the fuck guys exactly uh but at the same time you were you were talking about how like oh i'm i'm taking care of myself like i'm surviving they they don't have to worry about that so they should be doing more i but i get it like it, it sounds it sounds good whenever you say that you're like oh yeah that makes sense but at the same time you you could be doing something like you could adopt a highway just go clean a highway every once in a while, you know? That helps. That's helping, like, you know? You know control what? the pollution problem. You know, you know what, Mark? I, I, I teach English. I think that helps That helps the kids, you know? That, that builds a future. You know, we go out every once in a while. They do beach cleanups. That, that really helps everything, you know? You know we why could be doing, like, small stuff. You know why I don't adopt a highway, Mark? 
Um, why? Because the simple solution to keeping our highways clean is for assholes to stop throwing shit outside of their cars. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that's... like, we need people to go pick up stuff on the highways. Why don't we just get more people to not throw shit on the highways? Yeah. And that's a classic I... problem that's always come, that we've talked about before. Too many times people address the, the symptom and not the actual problem. The symptom is trash on the highways. The problem is assholes throwing garbage out. Okay, stop. It's bad. Just throw it on your floorboards and scoop it all up the next time you're at a gas station. They always have garbage cans by the pumps at gas stations. Yeah. That's what it's for. That's why it's there. Not the highways. Also, we have, uh, you know, America, we still have prison gangs. And I don't mean, like, gangs within prisons. I mean, like, <laughs> we have those, too. But we also just have, like, you know, they'll have, you know, people on, like, uh, you know, like, with, like, you know, misdemeanor kind of crimes, you know, like, nonviolent crimes, you know. They'd be like, yeah, I'll do some extra work, try to commute my sentence a little bit. And they'll just go out and clean the highways, which I think is cool. That they, I think they should have more of that. I don't think they have enough of that. Yeah, I think Not, the biggest problem with the prison system is that they don't, you know, they'll teach them stuff, but they don't teach them about just being better people as much <laughs> as we need them to. Yeah. Well, that's that's with the whole uh, thing whenever they were reforming prisons. Like, they used to be a lot better, and, like, people could go to prison and really change because they could get educated, they could get... Um, you know, some sort of experience in a field. They they would get hands-on experience at the prison working with electricity or something like that. And uh, then they'd come out and they could do an apprenticeship under somebody who, as an electrician. You know, and uh, you just, you, you don't see that anymore. Yeah. There's, it's all for the profits. And uh, isn't that... That's because we privatized our prisons, I want to say. Yeah. That's the... Uh, those, those programs cost money. Yeah, man. Dude, it's just... I don't know. There's too many problems in the world these days. Like, we've let the whole... The whole system has been rotted. It's like, where do you... It's like, it's like when you want to clean a house. Like when you want to clean like an old house, it's, it's got everything's wrong with it. The pipes need to be replaced. The walls are rotted, you know, down to the studs. Like this whole house needs to be replaced. But for some reason, you can't just tear it all down. You have to fix and clean it, the whole thing. Where the fuck do you even start? <laughs> well, I, I think it's not that, not that bad. I, I get what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of systems that are bad. Maybe we do need to replace the plumbing healthcare. Maybe we do need to replace the um, the prison system roof, you know, or, you know, something like that. But a lot of things can be... Come on, prison system. That's obviously the cellar, dude. The dungeon. Come on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We need a new, we need a new foundation education, right? There you go. That's a good one. All right. I think if we if we start taking care of 
these things. We we don't have. It's not like a lot of these people that go out and protest. They're like tear it all down, and then they have no idea what to do next. It's like, okay, this isn't working anymore. How can we improve it? Let's let's actually sit down and think about it. And we don't have to go through and do everything right away. Like, let's let's change our education system. Let's structure it different. Let's try to build better people, better educated people through the schools, right? And uh, by doing that, maybe that's going to take care of, you know, the mold problem that's occurring in the cellar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Those those things, you know, those things will build on top of each other. And you replace a couple of things. You have a brand new house. We we have a brand new system. We have you know, it may not it may not even be, you know, everything's changed, but enough changed that it it uh, it improved everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Mark. We try to do a lot of house analogies. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we should talk about what I'm what I'm about to talk about on the podcast or not. You're gonna have to let me know. And All I right, we'll cut see. This part out. But uh, have you ever heard of YouTube University? No, I've never heard of that. So it's basically just like a joke about like <clears throat> when you you know you need to like learn something or figure something out you don't have time to like really look it up you just kind of youtube it like oh how do i change the headlight on this kind of car and just hope that somebody's made a video about it right oh yeah yeah i've seen YouTube I've university seen. so but i like, learned how to uh, like fix a flat tire like with those little kits yeah that was oh, like they, a, they one they of the go. first things yeah there's a lot of stuff you can learn how to do on youtube but what if you actually like made a channel that partnered with other channels and like made a you know a collection of hey search in here what you want to learn and we'll direct you to a video that we have selected as like factual and like good learning material and have it on like you know have you like a bunch of like teachers to actually like make videos about math and English and, you know, other languages and shit and just make an online resource that's always available for everybody for free. Yeah. Should we do that? I, I think there should be like, damn, wait a second. Isn't that kind of like what Wikipedia is? I guess they don't go no. that extensive. No, not really. Not really. Oh, well, but it's like education. Uh, I guess it's not teaching you how to. All right, you have a better idea than what I was thinking. Yeah, it's smart. I think it's really good idea. Maybe we should do that. We should be promoting things like that. Well, as well. Yeah, dude. You know what? We we should look into like making it a a new like. Like a new website, right? And then we'll just put in links to, because uh, like I know that I had a couple teachers that had YouTube channels where they would put up lesson plans when they like couldn't be at class or something. 
and they wanted to give you like an explanation of like how to do the homework or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I know that there's probably other teachers, other teachers that have already done this, and I'm just you know I think it'd be really cool. And like we kind of touched on it with that uh, the history idea that I was like just make like a you know a bunch of different groups all over the world that <clears throat> you know take in history, fact check it, make sure it's reliable, and then just add it to a timeline. Oh yeah, yeah. We were, we were talking about that. that. Yeah. That would build on itself and everything. It would build on Smart. itself. And what what starts off as uh, a current history of what's happening in the last you know week, eventually becomes a very accurate history of what's happened for the last twenty years. And it it actually it builds on the cryptocurrency idea of blockchains, which is where I got the idea to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like it's, I mean. It's like the biggest. So like it's what makes us the better race is our ability to store knowledge and share knowledge. The Library of Alexandria. Race is probably not the best word to use on that one. <laughs> what? Human race. Yeah. Is that where you're going with? Okay. You just said the better race. I was like, oh, well, where are we going here, buddy? <laughs> species i guess i should say species yes the better what species. makes us superior species i suppose yeah <laughs> way, to, way to make that weird mark Fuck. <laughs> anyway what makes us the superior species life form on this planet is our ability to collect and share knowledge the library of alexandria if that had not been completely destroyed losing you know two thousand years of knowledge we would probably be a lot more advanced than we are now so if we could make something with like enough backups to ensure that it lasts beyond whatever could possibly end us, then we'd have a starting point. I and see. like we've already done stuff like this. So Stonehenge was actually something like this because it aligns with like uh, constellations and and uh, certain events in history and stuff. But there's also, uh, in more recent times, something that we like really know about, because we did it, was uh, there's a pillar, and I think Georgia, that's like, it's like a time, it's like a sundial, a sun calendar, and a bunch of other stuff. And like, it also describes how to rebuild <clears throat> society in like four different languages. Really? Yeah, so the idea is that it's a, it's a small collection of knowledge to get us back to where we are now so we can continue to advance. But, like, I just think that we should really start to... We, we need somebody, and it might need to be us, Mark. It might need to be us that makes uh, an accurate description of what's going on today, and we do that every day, like a, an accurate journal all around the world, a bunch of different teams collecting this data. What happened today that was important? And we just file it day by day by day by day. And then after we've got this data collected, we also have teams that go back and research different events from the past and add those to the timeline and make another team that makes collections. So you can view all the wars, you can view all the religious events, you can view, review you know, everything you want. We need a collection, uh, a place to go with all of humans' knowledge of our events. Uh, the timeline will be one section. Yep. Um, we'll have a section <clears throat> on, um, on you know, basic mechanics, mm-hmm. sections on basic farming, 
And then we have advanced sections on like, you know, engineering and then, you know, aerospace, molecular, you know, quantum, fuck, who knows? But it'll be easier to start before we have too much. True. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's something to think about. Like, um, see, that's what I'd be spending my billions of dollars on if I was business. Yeah, brands. that would like be that. your your project, huh? That's awesome. That's really cool. And with like having these accurate depictions of events, history, uh, you know, scientific breakthroughs of everything like that, or even just research studies, you know, not even they don't have to be breakthroughs. They just be like these yeah. experiments you know it would be more communication because now if you want to learn something about like um hydrolysis or like how to make a, a hydrogen generator you can find more you can easily you can more easily find documentation of people who've come before you and tried to do this stuff in the past you can even find videos of people doing it online mm-hmm. and then look at what they've done and be like well i'm going to do <clears> things <throat> differently because of what i have and what I'm hoping to achieve. And it would just, I just think having something like that would help us advance in the future because we'd have less, less do-overs. We'd have less misconceptions. We'd have less fake news. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'd, we would, uh, if it was all first-hand accounts, too, you know, whenever it came to a lot of those things, like, we we wouldn't be biased or... We just report facts or facts or facts, you know? Yeah. And just leave it as that. And it doesn't... That would open open a lot of people's eyes, open the world up, and uh, advance us as a planet, not just as, like, a country. this place, that place. Yeah. Or, or, or more accurately, not even a country anymore, a company. Okay, yeah, exactly. Is what but, we're, we're like, everybody's focusing on now. Like, oh, my company needs to be the best. Like, oh, no. Because we're not going to, we're not going to achieve light speed as a company. I guarantee you that, Mark. We, we will yeah. achieve light speed if and only if we learn to actually work together. I mean, think about it. We have almost 8 billion people on this planet at this point, And how many of them are, are actively working together? true story man <laughs> oh my god it's people are so divided so divided you, your neighbors you it's different for us because we come from a small place where everybody knows everybody but yeah we both now live in you know big urban places and uh it's like i don't really know my neighbors like i say hi to them like, and that's more yep. than most people do. I know their faces. Yep. Like, I, I've talked to them a handful of times. That's way more than other people ever do back home. Back home, we'd share a beer, um, say hi at a barbecue, get a sandwich or something. And really, know, and like, oh, that's, uh, you know, that's Billy Jr. That's my neighbor's son, you know, or that's the guy across town's son. Right. And uh, me and his dad go fishing every once in a while together we were we're really not friends but we meet up over there and uh, we help each other out the good spots at the lake you know yeah yeah i mean i don't know dude 
I just, and that's, that's, uh, so if we had more communication like that, see, just those little things like, oh, I'll tell him where the good spots are for me and he'll tell me where the good spots are for him at the lake. And those little communications built, built so much more for just that small town. Imagine that on a big scale, like you were saying, yeah, like, oh, I'll tell them how to make, you know, cold fusion and uh, then they'll teach me how to, I don't know, better equipped cold fusion to making some sort of energy. That's the thing right. about cold fusion. We don't, we're not, we're not good at turning that into anything, but we can get cold fusion. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I think that a lot of the humanity has been taken out of humanity, and it's sad because you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> we really only got each other. Deep. <laughs> So like, why can't we all just get along and work together? Why can't we all something? Yeah, make make a better future. You know what? Maybe that's the thing though. Like, I get I get you want to like make money for your company and you want to build your company better, but what we're talking about is like above and beyond that. We still want like people to have companies, businesses, achieve something, you know, build something, but at the same time, like. I guess what we're talking about is like um, advancing everybody, you know, getting everybody to the that end goal, which seems to always move. But you know, that's the idea. Ah, uh, Jed, you got a twinkle in your eye for the future. I can see it. Man, I don't even know, dude. It's just. Like, the last big thing we strove for, 1969. Let's get to the moon. Let's beat Russia to the moon. That's still a a beat somebody mentality, but... I know, which is terrible, which is terrible. But that was, like, the last time at least America was united under one goal. True. I I mean, you guess you could say after 2001... Most of America was united on another goal, but not for advancement. I bet, I bet there were some advances that came out of that. I'm Probably sure like there was some advancements out of it, but, but not the advancements we're looking for. Exactly. Not the ones that make us a better species. <laughs> yeah, just the only one, right? <laughs> the, the only people left. Woo, that's fun. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I just... Too many people can't think past basic survival that the world can't begin to advance. You think so? so? I, I, I think that's the base issue, is that there's too many people that have to worry too much about staying alive, that we don't have enough people that can think about, you know, what's going on, what's going wrong. Think about the future. I mean, if you got if you got to spend your whole day thinking about right now, how could you possibly hope to plan for tomorrow? Mm. But I also I also think that uh, there's a lot of people that staying alive has changed a lot, and they think staying alive is also having a cell phone and also you know being yeah. able to get every weekend off and you know all these things. 
Yep. But that's a, that's a that's a story for a different different day. Well, you know, Mark, we we've gone pretty deep in the last like 15 minutes of this episode. I think we should uh I think we should call it there. Yeah. Maybe something for the people to think about. Comment down below uh what you think the problem is, what you think the solution is, if you can. Uh what would you do if you had 230 billion dollars? How would you change the world? Or would you keep it all to yourself and just go to space every once in a while? Let us know down below. While you're at it, make sure you like this video so that we know you enjoyed yourselves while we were enjoying ourselves. And, uh, you know, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already because it really helps us out. It really makes us feel good that you want to keep up with us and keep up to date with what's going on in our necks of the woods. Exactly. Peace, everybody. Love your neighbors. Love your neighbors. Bye. Subscribe.